Welcome to this episode of Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose with Ellen Barton, where you'll hear thought-provoking discussion, inspirational stories, and get action tips for creating the life of your dreams. Hello and welcome to Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose, a weekly radio show and podcast where we'll be talking about the secrets behind living an inspired and extraordinary life on the terms that you set for yourself. One of the exciting things about this show is the lineup of guests that we've pulled together, people from all over the world who are doing amazing things. I'm Ellen Barton, and today my guest is Justin Fairman from Santa Barbara, California. Justin is a visionary, a change agent, an international speaker, a serial entrepreneur, and consciousness researcher who's dedicated to bridging science and spirituality. He is the co-founder of Conscious Lifestyle Magazine and the Flow Consciousness Institute and a sought-after teacher known for his pioneering work in the area of flow and the mechanics of consciousness. He is largely focused on applied spirituality, which is translating abstract spiritual concepts and ideas into practical, actionable techniques for creating a deeply fulfilling, prosperous life. Justin, thank you so much for joining us today. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. I was hoping that you could start out by telling us a little bit about your philosophy and what exactly you mean by flow. Yeah, um, so flow and and the philosophy around flow and flow consciousness, which is, um, you know, what we're calling it these days, is that, that most people are living life in a much more challenging and difficult way than they need to be. And that life can actually be much more effortless and fun and fulfilling and abundant and free and joyful than we've been conditioned and taught to believe. And then that's kind of the key to the whole thing on a certain level is that we've been taught to believe things. And, you know, if you're following the latest uh, quantum physics research, if you're following the latest psychology research and all these different things, it's pretty clear that uh, we are creating our reality and that the universe or rather, you know, the quantum field is responding to our thoughts, to our beliefs, to our emotional state and so on. And so by adjusting and shifting those aspects of ourself, we can actually change our experience of reality pretty significantly. And that's where the consciousness research comes in. We've done quite a bit of, of research and mapping of human consciousness to be able to kind of play with this process in an artful and masterful way. And so so that's really what flow is all about, is to kind of shift your own consciousness and start acting and showing up in a different way and, and in a way that produces effortlessness, flow, abundance, and essentially whatever it is that you want to create. Wow, that is, that's amazing that you really have that kind of control over what kind of life you end up experiencing. That's really interesting. And and I have a question. Before you kind of came to this realization that um, flow was possible, you had kind of like the ideal lifestyle by many accounts, but you felt something was missing. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, um, I had a when flow started to come about, I, I had a, a good life. You know, I had lived in Europe for a while while I was studying at university. You know, I, I had generally been following my passions, but I also at that time, um, you know, flow started to come about maybe like 
as a as an idea as a really like coherent system of a few years after I graduated from um, university. And at that time, you know, my life was good on one level in that I, you know, had pretty much done what I wanted for for the majority of my life and really followed my passions and took the initiative and made things happen in that sense. But when I graduated from from university, I was sixty seven thousand dollars in debt from the experience. And um, although I was doing things that I wanted to be doing, I realized that a lot of things needed to shift in order for me to have the freedom that I craved because I have a, an entrepreneurial heart and I just it's, it's very important to me and it's one of my highest values. And so at that time, I was trading my time for money by working at, at, a, at an office job, which is there's nothing wrong with that, but that wasn't the right thing for me. And so I kind of had to sync up my actual reality with my vision for myself. And it was in that pro the process of doing that and being mentored by some very um, some very powerful uh, teachers and, and mentors that were also living in flow um, that I was able to kind of bridge the gap and get my outer world to reflect my inner world, which was that's really the whole the whole essence of it. So that's been kind of my journey. Wow, that's amazing. And what I want to know is is flow something that can work for anybody? Like, I can imagine that people are thinking, that's cool, Justin, you know, you did that, but I've got bills to pay. I've got, you know, responsibilities. I can't just l live the life of my dreams because I've got, I'm busy. I've got stuff to do. Like, what, what do you say to that? Well, what I say is that, your life is always going to reflect what you believe about it. So if your beliefs are that you can't do it, then you're going to continue to find evidence for that and to reinforce that reality and you'll stay stuck. And if you decide to shift your beliefs and say, you know what, this is possible, there is a way, um, wherever there's, there's a, a will, there's a way, then it starts to become possible and you'll see opportunities where you previously saw roadblocks. And I know that that's kind of some people might think that's a placating answer, but the, the the essence is that yes, it can work for anybody. The only the only thing that you really need is willingness and the ability to take action and and follow um, you know follow the methodology that we teach. Because we start with beliefs. Because if you teach people how to take a bunch of actions, because there's definitely things that you need to do and there's things that you may need to shift in your life in order to get in flow. But if you teach people just to take actions. And you haven't addressed the deeper underlying psychodynamics, which is belief structures, the emotional conditioning and all that, then people are going to self-sabotage and they're not going to do the things in the way that they need to in order to really get in flow. So we start there and by by shifting beliefs and, and emotions, it actually rewires how you see yourself in the world, how you see your own life situation. So we teach people how to see possibility when they previously saw limitation. And when that happens, they start to see how things can happen. And, and so, yeah, the short answer is that it's totally, it's totally possible for anybody. The only thing that it requires is, is willingness and the ability to take action and to, to, you know, to go through the process of, of kind of restructuring your consciousness. And we've seen it work for people that have no personal development, no spiritual development background. We've seen it work for people that are extremely resistant to the process and are really starting at ground zero, very, very depressed, uh, almost borderline phobic of being out in public and all these different things, and they've still managed to come through. So that's it's fun to always test it in with people like that. You know, if you if you think you've got something, then I say go 
go take it to the extreme cases to the people that are resistant and if you can still get get them to get to get results then you know it can work for anybody yeah i mean it sounds like you're almost teaching people how to get out of their own way basically i mean yeah on a certain level absolutely because if we create our reality, right, that's like the hypothesis, the theory that we're that we operate on. If we create our own reality, then the only thing stopping us is ourselves. It's nothing else. You know, we might perceive that we were born in a country where, you know, like, let's say you were born in Ethiopia or something. Right. There's a genocide and it's extremely poor country and everyone just, you know, they maybe make a dollar a day or a few dollars a month or something. And it's like, you know, that that's that's the external reality. But, but what, what most people do is they learn to believe that reality is the external reality that they're experiencing. But that's the trap because the external reality is going to reflect your internal reality. And, you know, for a situation like that, there's a lot of um, evidence to show that beliefs and emotions and, you know, reality constructs are inherited genetically from our parents, from our ancestors. So you can see how even in a country like that, where it seems like people are just born into some, you know, horrible situation. There's actually perpetuation of that reality based on inherited belief structures. So the point is, is that even in those cultures, you have people that are the outliers that are able to kind of break the mold and go on to, you know, leave Ethiopia and come to the United States and start a successful business and do all these different things, or even within Ethiopia to do those things. So there's always people that are not occupying the same reality as other people, they're actually creating their realities in defiance of what the collective believes. And so basically that's what we teach people how to do is to create your own reality within the larger reality and to not play by the rules because the only rules that exist are the ones that you give yourself. Oh, I really like that. And what I think I'm hearing you say too is that happiness, prosperity, abundance, all of that is almost a choice. Right, it is all a choice. Exactly. And a lot. And the thing is, is, the choices are unconscious most of the time. So people go, well, I want to be happy, but I'm not happy. And, it, you know, if someone's depressed, like they actually most people that are depressed genuinely want to be happy consciously, but unconsciously they're wired to be unhappy. So it's about kind of merging those two so people can see the way that they're unconsciously sabotaging themselves and then rewire that. And then happiness kind of just comes as a default. So it's a little bit more artful than we've been taught, you know, we've been taught, oh, just think happy thoughts or just do happy things or go exercise. And those, the, all those things help, but to really make it effortless, to make it so that you're wired for happiness, you have to go into the unconscious and change it. And even though it's unconscious on some level, that's still a choice. There's still a choice being made. You're just not aware that you're making that choice. That's really interesting. And you, you talk about kind of marrying this spirituality and the science of it which I guess is delving into that unconsciousness. Can you tell us a little bit more about the science part of it? Yeah. So, I mean, um, to, to, to bridge science and spirituality requires us to kind of reconcile the differences between the two or the supposed differences between the two, because the, the interesting thing is that if you, if you study, you know, quantum physics, which is really the most spiritual of the sciences at the moment, um, every major physicist, quantum physicists and all the most famous ones became spiritual through their study of quantum physics. You know, when you really dive into the research, you hear them saying all kinds of things that they believe that there's an intelligent force operating through the universe. They believe in God now and they used, they used to be atheists and all that. And I'm not really here to convince people whether or not God exists. I, that's, that's, I, I don't really take that mission. But the point is, is that 
there there really isn't um they really don't contradict each other at the highest levels it's really just a um it's just a perception that 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 they're saying different things and that they really are merging and so in in so many ways you know um what what the science is saying is that consciousness influences reality so what they mean is that when they're observing quantum particles they realize through their experiments that the fact that they're observing the quantum particles is changing their behavior so what that's telling is that reality is not solid it's not stable it's not what we think it is we're actually influencing our reality all the time and then the question becomes as far as i'm concerned is like okay well we know that that's happening right you know the latest cutting edge science is telling us that that's happening but how is it happening and that's where the gray area is and that's where i think the the interesting bridge starts to become between science and spirituality and, and really psychology and, and biology as well too and so what what's unique about our work is and, and the flow consciousness work is that we're trying to um we're trying to to fill in the gaps where you know we know that we're in, influencing reality but how is it happening and how it's happening is really all happening unconsciously because it's a very it's it's a, it's at once a simple process and it's also a complex process a complex process in that you know our consciousness is complex our minds are complex on a certain level there's a lot of different beliefs operating at any given time but we've been able to simplify it down to you know the, the essential things that affect our reality which is mainly our belief structures also our emotional state our thoughts to a certain degree so these are the things that we're playing with here and so what so what so what we've done is we've been able to figure out how to work with these things in a very um, focused and, and, and intensive way and then begin to play with the reality that we experience. So if consciousness is influencing reality, then it's like, well, what is consciousness made of? And consciousness, you know, to really simplify it is the unconscious mind and the conscious mind interacting. And so when you start to play with the unconscious mind, which is, you could liken it to an iceberg, right? The mind is like an iceberg. The conscious mind is the little tip of the iceberg that's just above the surface. And the unconscious mind is the other 99% of the iceberg, the huge part that's under the water that you can't see. And so most of the gains that we can have in our life, the most of the power in, our, in creating our reality is coming from the unconscious. And so when we begin to work there, that's when we, when we get the biggest results. And so that's basically where we focus and you know what we've become very artful at helping people do because that's that's the hardest part and it's not that hard once you once you figure it out it just takes some time and putting one foot in front of the other to to kind of rewire it wow <clears throat> excuse me that's a lot of information to absorb but i that it's fascinating can can you share with us any um maybe success stories or or stories of someone that's come to you that you've been able to kind of turn around using the process? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a, there's a few stories that jump off the bat, but I mean, um, we had a, um, there, there's so many, there's so many ways to do it, to, to tell stories because there's so many different um, people that we've worked with in different spaces. But I mean, we've had people come to us. I've worked with people personally who have, you know, just been getting started on their journey for, in the transition from, um, you know, working a job or doing something they didn't want to be doing and wanting to create uh, a life for themselves and, you know, talking about the vision with them of what that life would be like. And they 
personal trainer and they wanted to become a coach and speaker and thought leader and really like be, you know, hugely public on the world stage. And so we dove into, you know, what was stopping them from doing that. Obviously, there was actions that they needed to take in order to, you know, make that transition. So that's the external flow. And then the internal flow was how are they limiting themselves and how are they not already creating that reality? Where was the disconnect between the vision that they had for themselves and the current situation that we they were in? And so we went and did a ton of belief clearing. We did a ton of uh, emotional rewiring, releasing a lot of trauma, and then, you know, having this person take various actions in alignment with their intuition and, you know, really getting dialed into some components of external flow. And within about three to six months, they started to uh, actually within within the first month, they were already signing clients into their new coaching practice within the first three to six months. They had a full, completely full coaching practice, and then within that first year, they started. They he moved into his dream house, which was a giant mansion overlooking uh, the ocean in um, in LA, and got invited to travel all over the world, and went to Bali and Africa, and and signed started making videos that he was really passionate about, you know, spoken word videos. Now he's on. Unified Soul Theory, which is uh, a channel with Prince EA and Upworthy, which are two of the biggest Facebook channels in the world with tens of millions of people on their pages. And um, he's got a completely full client practice in life and basically travels around the world and does whatever he wants and, you know, travels to beautiful places, goes to amazing festivals. And and all of this also to, you know, a point for, for people is not playing by the normal rules. So the normal rules are that you got to hustle and get on the phone and make a bunch of sales calls and sign a bunch of clients and do this and do that. And he's totally not done that because the way we teach flow, it's for it for for you to kind of show up in your unique way that you're being guided to to show up. And so he basically did everything on his own terms and the ways that he wanted to and everything still worked out beautifully. In fact, even better than than he could have hoped for if he had, you know, gone to a traditional business coach or whatever. And and so that story is really someone going from just having the the inkling and the seeds of a vision of an idea of, of a life that they wanted to have. And within about three to six months accomplishing most of that. And then within within a year, ha- completely having that life fully manifested beyond their wildest dreams. And so so it, it can happen extremely fast. And and it's possible to go from just starting to full-on amazing life in a very short period of time we actually had a woman come through our our eight-week training program and when she came through she was just getting started and just wanting to kind of launch her business and not really sure what she was going to do and within within eight weeks and a little bit more so within about three months she went from just starting to being recognized as one of the world's top uh corporate culture experts and being invited all over the world to Washington, D.C., to Amsterdam, um, to work with some of the largest uh, corporate clients in the world like ING and other uh, other large corporations. She also has been working with um, the the ex corporate culture head for Zappos. So, again, she came in without very much personal development or without without knowing much of anything in this space and was still she, what she did was able to kind of put one foot in front of the other and really take action and be willing 
And as a result, now she's basically been launched to the top level of her industry within three months from basically starting from scratch. So things happen really, really quickly when you're in flow, because again, like we were saying before, when you get out of your own way, there's no limits to what, how fast things can happen. All of those are in our own mind. Essentially, reality is infinite and we're infinite. So if you can start showing up like that and acting like that's true, then you can start having a reality that reflects that. Oh, that's incredible. And so many people end up getting stuck in their own stories and their own patterns and never tap into this power, yet it's accessible to anybody is what you're saying, right? Exactly. Yeah. People, you know, choose, again, the essence of everything that I'm saying is that whatever you believe will be reflected in your reality. And then you'll see it in your reality and you'll think that that's reality, but it's not. It's only what you believe. So if you change what you believe, then you're going to see a different reality and you're going to experience a different reality. So if you think that it's not possible, then you're going to have that belief reinforced all around you and you'll find evidence for it. But if you, you know, get if you actually listen to what I'm saying and get what I'm saying, then you'll say, okay, okay, wait a minute. Anything is possible. And it's only me that's limiting myself. And that shift alone will start you down this path of flow. Wow. Can you imagine a world where everybody is in flow and everybody is happy? I can't imagine that. And that's, that's essentially what I'm, what we're working towards, you know, at the highest level with what we're doing is trying. And and that's why we're doing so much research in part is because we don't want this to be another, you know, new age philosophy or something like that. We actually want it to spread across the world because we truly believe that, that if we can get everybody living in flow and flow consciousness, then it will naturally solve the problems of the world and people will start to be happy and joyful and people will be doing the inner work to kind of heal themselves and to remove all these different things that are creating suffering and struggle and we can collectively transcend past that. So yes, I totally can imagine that. And it may be a little ways off, but we're excited. Yeah, that is a a wonderful vision. I, I really love that. What, why do you think more people don't embrace this? I mean, so many people are just so stuck is what I see. And yet you're saying it's really pretty easy to, to choose not to be stuck. It's such a part of our culture almost to be, you know, to just talk about how hard it is and to, we, we, we're reinforcing this all the time or, or that we're teaching it to the kids. And, you know, like you said, with that example of Ethiopia, it's, it's almost ingrained in us, but it doesn't have to be our reality. Right. We, we, you know, I think, I think I take it for granted and because I, I live and I breathe this, so it is easy for me. It is simple, but I can, I can empathize with the time when I wasn't in this, in this level of awareness or I wasn't, or, or people that, that haven't yet um, understood things from this, this perspective. I can, I can see why it seems hard. And, and that was kind of reflected to us. I was just in Bali for a month and we were, someone was there with us. We were on a retreat and this person was hanging out with us and we were having dinner with them and, and they were sitting there and, you know, we, we had, they had been to our workshop and everything and they had definitely seen like and understood what we were sharing, but their belief structures were so ingrained that, you know, and cause you got to remember, right? So somebody who, let's say somebody's 33 years old, right? And they hear this message for the first time. And it's the first time anybody's ever said anything like this to them. That means that they have 33 years of reinforced belief patterns that this is the way it is. This is the way it is. And their life is constantly reflected that back to them their whole life. And so they, they just are like, 
they believe that this is true and their brain is like neuronally wired, like the neural pathways in their brain are reinforcing that that is true and this belief is true. So there's a lot of momentum in the direction of their past experience of, of life that is saying like, this is true. So when we come along, we're like, actually, no, it can be easy. It's just like, you know, the complete 180 degree opposite of what they may believe. So sometimes there's that resistance because it, it makes them feel like, oh, well, you know, sometimes the ego comes in and goes like, well, I'm not wrong or, you know, or whatever it is, or maybe they've built, maybe even worse, they've been very successful with a struggle and suffering and hard work mindset. And then it's like, yeah, but I've been successful doing this. So look, it's, you know, worked for me. So sometimes there's, you know, it's, it's, it is simple and it is easy, but it's as simple as and easy as you make it. You know, if you hear this and you get it and you just go, got it and you run with it, then it's going to be very easy for you. But if you show up and you go, well, I'm not sure about that. And I don't know. And, you know, my experience has been different. Then it's going to be harder for you. So, like, it, it's as easy or as hard as you make it, which is what we always say. And sometimes it's better for people to come into the program innocently or without experience in personal development because um, they that way they're more open to it because this is all new for them anyways. And so, you know, but it doesn't that's not necessarily true. You know, if someone can can realize the, the essence of what we're saying and understand what we're saying, then um, they're usually able to kind of just accept it and run with it. So it just depends on how easy you want to make it. So your process is accessible to um, people of any age, any starting point, any, you know, economic starting point, or it, it doesn't, it sounds like it doesn't matter so much where you start from as long as you start making these changes right exactly because what, what we're doing is we're just playing with with you know essentially like the laws of reality so they apply to everybody so any it, it can work for anybody it doesn't really matter i mean i think you have to be a, like old enough to kind of understand what we're saying so maybe you know six seven eight years old or older might get it but you probably couldn't be younger than that but i mean for all intents and purposes, that's everybody. And definitely we, we have, we've worked with people that are broke and we've worked with people that, you know, are worth 50, $60 million or more. And it's worked equally well for, for both people. They have different goals though. When, you know, someone who's made, who's made that much money, it, they don't really care usually about making more money at that point. They want to have more time freedom. They don't want to work so hard. They don't want to have you know, all this responsibility. So they usually want to simplify their life and make it more effortless. Whereas the person who's just getting started is usually more focused on creating abundance or creating the life that they want for themselves. Justin, do you have a definition of happiness that you've come to through your work or your own personal growth? It's a good question. Yeah, I kind of do. I'd say happiness is, could, could be a couple things, but I think really the essence of happiness is is when you're content or at peace with how things are in your life right now, you'll be happy. And also, I like Tony Robbins' definition, actually. Um, he, he said that when um, your life conditions equals your blueprint, you know, that's when you're happy, which is essentially kind of the same thing as I'm saying, but it's a little bit different way to look at it. And what he means is your blueprint is like how you want your life to be. And, and your life conditions are how your life, how your life is or how your life um, is in that moment. So when, those, when, when your vision for your life and how your life is sync up, you're going to be happy. And so he talks about playing with 
you know, the vision, like lowering the vision to meet where you're actually at can sometimes be the recipe for happiness, which is being content and being at peace with where you're at right now. Yeah, those are both really great definitions. I, I think that there's a lot of truth in that, in both of those. Do you, do you feel like people come into this world with a purpose? But yeah, I, I absolutely do think that people come into this world with a purpose and an intention for being here and that they, um, and that our life is really defined by, uh, in a lot of ways, by how much we live up to that purpose or not. You know, Joseph Campbell would call it the hero's journey. And there's a lot of different people that have talked about it. Young, Carl Jung has talked about, you know, purpose and the soul and so on. And and yeah, I absolutely agree with both of them. We have a definite purpose for being here and what we hope to accomplish and experience in our lifetimes. And, it, and you know, people take that to mean oftentimes that we're all meant to change the world, that we're all meant to be, you know, a president or a leader. And I don't think that's the case. I think sometimes our purpose is to just be a mom or to just be a really good friend or to just be there for someone or to be a gardener and to just tend the soil and not even, not even change the world through gardening. We just, ha- and, you know, have a, a, a lifetime of interaction with nature and, and just what, what that teaches us. So there's a huge spectrum, but I think that no matter what your life is, no matter how simple it is or how complex or how lofty or whatever, we do have a purpose and it, it could be anything and often not what we think of when we think of purpose. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you use those examples because that is very true. I think these days it's easy to fall into the trap with like with social media. It sometimes it looks like everybody's life is so extraordinary that there's some pressure to feel like, you know, you have to be doing these amazing things all the time to live up to that. And obviously that's not the case. It's just a persona or an image or, you know, it's not reality, but there's a lot of value sometimes in just, like you said, just being a mom or not that being a mom is like just being a mom, but, but there's a lot of value in just touching one per, you know, one other person's soul on some level. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like, um, you know, the, the mom that gave birth to Nelson Mandela, right? You know what I mean? It's like it's like she her her purpose was to give birth and bring this child up and make sure it was happy and healthy and fed and all these things. And and that was enough to change the world because you couldn't have Nelson Mandela without, you know, a caring mom or whatever it is that, that he was born into. So so everything matters. That's that's kind of the, one of the, the most, I think, interesting things about life and flow is that like every little thing matters and we can't always see the ways that everything's interconnected and so like you said like you corrected yourself from saying like just being a mom it's not just being a mom like everything is meaningful everything has an impact but we just don't understand how how important the little things are sometimes yeah absolutely absolutely that is so true well justin i want to thank you for spending some time with me and and being on the show and for doing your your work it's it's really fascinating and i look forward to learning more about it and watching you as you continue on your journey yeah thank you so much thank you for asking some great questions and uh, creating the space for for us to talk about this wonderful wonderful thank you and and thank you all for listening to today's show my guest was justin fairman of the flow consciousness institute and conscious lifestyle magazine 
You can find this complete interview and links to Justin's websites on our website, readysetgrit.com. Thanks again for joining us and please tune in again next week at the same time for more inspirational stories and tips for creating the life of your dreams. Thanks for tuning in to Ready, Set, Grit, your life on purpose with Ellen Barton. Look us up online at readysetgrit.com where you'll find daily inspiration, links to our social media, and where you can access our eBooks and online classes. Ready, Set, Grit, inspired actions, real results.